Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And it's that time again for another Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name's Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. I'm watching the VU meters. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because, I mean, you people... Be, you got to be the host and the engineer, huh? I am. I'm the host and the engineer. I'm multitasking here. We don't uh, we don't have a large staff, and uh, quite frankly, we don't have very expensive equipment because we feel like the money could be used better places, so... But I told you, either I don't um, hear very well, I can't distinguish what's the, the different sound levels, but I say we sound just as good as the... Million dollar produced video um, audio programs. Well, thank you very much. Ours equipment isn't a million dollars. It's only about five hundred thousand. Yeah, so it still works pretty good. All right, I'm being facetious. So, uh, I'm Phil Thompson, as he said. He's Steve Lacey. We do this podcast every week. We are a tech company helping churches use technology to fulfill their purpose and mission. Streaming video is one of those things. Mobile apps, content management, but. We also do this podcast, which we've done for many years, to help enable leaders, volunteers, and uh, just for our own personal amusement. Yes. All right. So this is your time where you say, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? We are talking about the differences between growing and declining churches. And if you're involved in ministry, this should perk your ears up a little bit. I would think so, yeah. So this, again, is from our good friend, I said that facetiously, Tony Morgan. And uh, actually, I, I know Tony. I met Tony many years ago. He wouldn't know me from another tree in the ground. But uh, in one of these days, we need to get Tony on here. I think I, I tried to get him on here a few years ago, and he you know, was too busy. So what we have here are some of his research work. He's with a company called uh, Ministry of Church, actually a church organization. It's not a church. It, it's an organization that helps churches called the Unstuck Group. Okay. So you can look it up. Or you can just Google Tony Morgan Live and all that stuff. So I like what he does. I like his stats. He consults churches, and he's got some pretty good stats, although some of these are a little confusing. So we'll either try to sort them out, the ones that aren't as obvious, yes, uh, or we'll just try to get Tony to come in here eventually and, and explain And there's about it. 10 of them here. So yeah, there, are, there are some 10 points here to think about when it comes to growing, the differences between growing and declining churches. So shall we get into it? Well, let's get into it. Number one, what is it? <laughs> so... Growing churches are more likely to have some form of membership or partnership than declining churches. And why is that? Well, to me, for me, as being a pastor, that's that's to me a no-brainer because I think when you offer membership or you offer some way for people to connect, it, it brings community into their lives and it brings commitment. They but, make yeah, a commitment. I, yeah, I definitely can see the commitment because if you're going to want to go through a membership class – I think every church I've been a part of has had this sort of thing. So, a membership you, class. Yeah, if you decide, you know, after a while, you go, man, I've been coming here for a while, and they keep telling me about this membership class. Right. And once you say, ah, I better go, then you you take that next step emotionally. That hey, this is my church, and yeah. I'm going to stick around. And yeah. Yeah, it's making a commitment, and it's it's and, and I, I think you know hopefully you connect with people, and it brings community, it brings relationships in your life. So, so that's why they say that growing churches tend to to have some type of a membership class or or membership opportunity, I should say, 
uh, to, to connect and where declining churches don't really don't really have that. At right. least some of them don't. So, so uh, number two on our list. Less than half of declining churches offer home groups, and nearly two-thirds of growing churches offer groups in homes. And again, for, from my experience, this is another no-brainer because you are connecting with people when you are meeting with people outside the church in some kind of small group, home group, cell group, life group, whatever you want to call it. Right. Right. I mean, you, yeah. you have a group, right? Did yeah, you know we have a group. And- yeah. We do the semester thing, which I think is a great invention. Yeah, thank so, you very much. Yeah, well, that was your welcome. Thanks, thanks to you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I was a proponent of that when I worked for your church years yeah, ago. So I think it's a great idea. But uh, yeah, so anyhow, again, if you're a pastor or a key volunteer and you want to see your church grow, pay attention to some of these things because I do think there's a lot of truth in it. All right, so uh, small groups, home groups, really, I think are a key to helping a church grow. All right, number three. So less than half of growing churches offer Sunday school classes, and nearly two-thirds of declining churches offer the Sunday school classes. And sometimes when I look at this, I've got to kind of think about it for a second. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and, and to dissect what they're talking about. So they're, uh, they're not big on Sunday school classes. Growing churches don't have Sunday school classes, where declining right. churches typically do. Right. Um, uh, is that a... Era or traditional or cultural? I think it is. I think Uh, when I was going to church in the in the eighties and nineties, it seemed like a lot of the churches had a a Sunday school offering. Well, and even before that, I mean, sixties. You were too young. I was in diapers for them. Yeah, but yeah, I I think Sunday school is a big part of that. Uh, He does mention that thirty percent, only thirty seven percent of growing churches offer a Sunday school program. So it's still out there. You know, there's still churches doing it, but I think it. Yeah, I think it's kind of gotten away from that. Uh, but it, it, in in fairness here, I think that there's other things that have maybe replaced that important element. So, so you know, for for many people, Sunday school is a very important part of their life because they they learn more of the Bible. There is more of a connection there, more in depth than much, what you might get on a Sunday morning sermon. But I think. Th- what these growing churches have done is they've replaced some of that with more like personal discipleship or, or home men- groups, right? I home mean, groups, mentoring, those yeah. kind of things, I think right. replace that. So, uh, so that would be, and again, I, I, these first three points I have no problem with. I, I would agree with what he's saying here that, you know, growing churches don't really offer these Sunday school programs anymore, but the ones that are declining still have them. Yes. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. So <laughs> there you go. All right. So our next one was he. he it's, they seem conflicted with each other, exactly. but he does a lot of uh, explaining here. Yeah. But I guess the the summary of this is that um, the higher volunteer engagement you have, that's more prevalent in declining churches. Yeah. Than growing churches. So yeah. So the point, the bullet point here, uh, is that growing churches are doing a better job of encouraging people to take the next step into community, you know, beyond just going Sunday morning or worship services, even though they are primarily inviting people to take that next step other than Sunday morning. So, uh, and the reason you, the statement you just made, which is part of their report here, volunteer engagement seems to be higher in declining churches, is that usually these declining churches are older churches, more mature churches, they've been around for a while, and so you've got people that are 
are, are, are engaged, you know, a group of people. They've done their homework. The people, you know, the leadership worked really hard to getting people involved. Yeah, they're mature and committed, and yeah. so they're engaged, and so exactly. they're volunteer. The volunteer numbers are very high. Right. But, yeah, yeah that's um, – I mean, this goes along with giving and volunteering and giving are, can be related as they well. They can be, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and he talks a little more about that. But, yeah, so I, I think uh, the point here is that growing churches seem to be doing a better job of so getting we, their people to take the next step which is outside of Sunday morning. So come to our small group. They're getting people connected to the small group. Not so much in, hey, volunteer at the refreshment stand Sunday morning. That's the way I read this. Oh, okay. Are you are you seeing it differently? I was thinking that just the opposite that the the volunteer engagement and, that, and I've experienced this too is comes through the um, small group environment. So we'll, right. you know, our small group will meet and yeah. we'll get some uh, invitations to go and right. participate um, outside of the outside of the Sunday sure. morning. So sure. and 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 the engagement's really high because there's. Yeah, there's okay. There's there's eight of us here, and they want to you know we want to do a community yeah. service thing, and um and you just I got it. You yeah. figure oh, I'm going to go with my group, so there's you know it's going to be more you know more exciting, and there's some peer pressure like eh, I ain't doing this. Where if it was announced on Sunday morning from yeah. the pulpit, it's much easier to uh, not participate. Yeah, I could see so, that point. Okay, so well, anyway. What, what, that's something to think about. You but know, we'll, is, we'll get the, we're going to put the notes here on this, so when we publish this, there'll be notes and people can look and they can get as confused as we are, and then they can because <laughs> you want to discourage volunteer participation in your church so you can grow, right? <laughs> it seems that way, doesn't? It? All right, let's move on to something more confusing. So the, the fifth point here, when it comes to the differences between growing and declining churches, is declining churches are more than twice as likely to offer multiple styles of worship. Now that confuses me for in a moment here too because all right, so I'm part of a declining church and I'm twice as more likely to offer multiple styles of worship. And so years ago it was like, hey, you want to grow? Offer different styles of worship. Mm-hmm. And what he's saying here according to this study is that that's not true. It's not working. Right. It's going the other direction. Yes, you're you're doing multiple styles and, and it ain't working. People are not happy with this idea, and uh, I can see yeah. I can see how this is happening. Yeah, I could see it. I've always kind of said it's kind of like a radio station that plays country music, and then you know next hour is playing pop music, and then the next hour is playing rap. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly the same here. Plus, you well, I mean, you're going to dilute a little bit of your. You say, oh, if you want prefer traditional, you come now, and, and if you right. prefer this, and so you're kind of spreading people out and it, yeah. creating these different little groups. Anyway, so if you're thinking about doing multiple styles of worship, according to this study, uh, you're in the you would be in the bag of declining churches because apparently people are not that excited about doing that. So I don't know. People, yes, interesting. Yeah, we were exploring options to to really broaden our styles of worship. Mm-hmm. At our church, where we we're going to offer a, a country one and a I contemporary one, and then a, yeah. a rock uh, worship service, yeah. and all these different. But it's a good thing we didn't have. Huh? Yeah, it's a good thing. Otherwise, you'd be in the declining stage. That's right. right. Growing churches, number six. Growing churches are more likely um, to offer modern contemporary worship than declining churches. Yeah, I, I would say that's probably uh, 
I would yeah. agree with that. Would not that that would make sense? It to me. would make sense on the surface, yeah. but then when you look at recent stats, they say that one of the you know all of the all churches are are in a, a period of decline, but those that have been withstanding the best recently were traditional hmm. um, worship services. Okay, you know that maybe that maybe that trend's gotten behind us now. You know, where I don't know. they were saying, oh, people want to get back to their roots, and so they're right. going to go back to church and go to the old, sure. real traditional yeah. music, hymns, and formal you know, service, and that sort of thing. But I, was, I was reading something a while back where millennials are, are seem to be interested in more liturgical types of styles of, of, of worship, uh, which, you know, your background... And mine too is not liturgical at all, you know. Well, no, I, I was raised Catholic, so. Well, I, all right, that's right. You that's were, going but, way but, back. <laughs> but that, oh, I'm talking about your, since you've been an adult, have you been to a Roman Catholic church on a regular basis? Uh, no, not on a regular okay. basis. So, but there are people saying that, that some of the millennials are wanting to do more liturgical stuff. Yeah, that's. So I don't know. Maybe that's part of that. Deal? We need to hit up Tony and check his facts. Huh? Need of Tony, we've we've got a resident millennial expert here in Tucson that we could talk to Zach. Yes, Zach Yenser. So right? number seven. All right, where are we at it. Growing churches tend to be more outward focused. I would think that would be a no brainer, right? They're yeah. offering worship experiences where people are more likely to invite someone new. Nearly sixty percent more than declining churches. So, yeah. yeah, that would make sense to me. If you're outward focused, you're going to grow. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> and right. a lot of times people don't realize that they're not outwardly focused. Yeah. So just there's subtle things that you can do to kind of turn the that approach around so that you're you're targeting those that are not quite a part of your community yet or you're yeah. part of your church yet. and we've covered some of that in the yeah. past podcast we've done here so just look it up folks <laughs> all right so number eight growing churches are more likely to be uh more likely to be to use a multi-site strategy let me read that again growing churches are more likely to be that's a typo isn't it yes there's a typo to, to use a sorry about that to use a multi-site strategy okay so there's a little caveat here. It's not a huge difference. In other words, the bigger story here may be that 12% of churches who appear to be what he calls multi-stuck. So in other words, they're, they got multi-campuses, but they're not, they're stuck in some kind of a rut. They're not growing. He says 12% appear who do that because they've embraced the multi-site idea, but they're experiencing decline. And so he goes on to say, this confirms our experience that multi-site isn't the magic bullet. For church growth. So in other words, hey, we want to grow. Let's do multi-site. We'll grow if we do that. And he's saying, no, that's not really the case. That's not going to make you grow. But he says multi-site helps healthy churches, key words here, healthy churches grow faster. And it helps unhealthy churches decline faster. Yeah. <laughs> I would see that. I would think that's true. I could see that as well. Yeah, because yeah. if you're not healthy and you're still trying to do different campuses and things you're just spreading the unhealth <laughs> and you're taxing yourself yeah it's, you're I, spreading the disease <laughs> yes. but if you're healthy and you really are doing things right if you do multi-site you you the potential to grow would be there would help you grow faster probably yeah. all right clear as mud 
Yeah. So I wonder if we're confusing a lot of people here. We're confused, huh? No, so, true. number nine. Growing churches are attracting a higher percentage of kids. Oh, yeah, this is another one that gets confusing. So this might be because growing churches tend to do a better job at reaching younger families. All right, so that would make sense, right? Growing churches, they're attracting higher percentage of kids. They're doing yeah. a better job reaching younger families. And but- when you're an old geezer like me and you, kids are these... 35-year-old um, whippersnappers, yeah, that's right? that's what he's talking about. No, he's not right. talking about no. that. These are kids. These are like little, middle school. Middle you know, school or, or younger. Or younger. younger. Yes. Yeah. Because in his next stat here, his next bullet point on this, he goes on, and this is where it gets confusing for me a little bit, is declining churches are attracting a, are attracting a higher percentage of students. So I should play him this podcast one of these days and, and just watch him laugh or, or roll his eyes or get angry. I don't know. But but so it's, that seems to me like it's almost a contradiction, right? Declining churches are attracting a higher percentage of students. Yes, but growing churches are attracting a higher percentage of kids. So I think there's a difference here between kids and students, obviously. Yes, I think that was the distinction. Right. So – uh, and he goes. He tries to explain that first, declining churches tend to have a older, older, older participants, older congregants. So, so, so they are therefore more likely to have students in middle school or high school. And secondly, growing churches tend to have more compelling adult worship services that students want to attend. Therefore, they aren't as likely to attend a separate, a separate student, student gathering. Clear as mud. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this is counterintuitive for several, you know, things. It, it, it's definitely good discussion. I mean, uh, you know, I, like I said, I'll, I'll post his notes here online at uh, what newmediaministries.tv. I'll post it later, and it, I think it's good discussion. It, it's good food for thought. You, you don't necessarily have to agree with all this, although according to what he's done here, he's got some numbers that bear this out. So, all right. So let's move on. We're almost done. All right, growing churches baptize a higher percentage of people than declining churches. Uh, that's another no-brainer, right? Yes. I mean, that means your 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 conversion you've got conversion growth. So you you don't have transplant growth. Uh, and, and back in the eighties, right. so a little caveat here. Uh, back in the eighties, when I was working with churches, I experienced a lot of transplant growth in my churches as opposed to conversion growth. And of course, the difference is. It's, it's people becoming Christians versus people coming from some other church exactly. to your church. Yeah. So if you had the hottest worship band or, you know, a better a better pastor as far as speaker goes, a better person that's up there, you know, it has more dynamic messages, uh, you would many times grab other people from other churches and they'd start part, part of your church. You know, oh, we're doing, we're growing, we're reaching people, yay. But the truth is we weren't maybe doing that. We were just taking other people. We're trading sheep, huh? From other churches. We weren't really seeing anybody really convert, really somebody say, hey, yeah, you know what? I'm not a Christian, but I really like this. I think I'm going to, you know, we didn't see that. Well, we did, but not just by accident. We would, somebody would get saved by accident. But so what he's getting at here is the churches that are really growing are baptizing at a higher percentage. Uh, of people than declining churches. And again, that would make sense. So so just to be clear here on all this stuff we talked about, since we haven't been real clear in some of them, is that this isn't really a comparison of big churches versus smaller churches. No. You know, this is data 
that's comparing the ministry reach of growing churches to declining churches. So both sets of data include churches that are fewer than 100 people and also some mega churches that are more than 2,000 people. Yeah. So I guess he considers a mega church over 2,000 people. Sounds mega to me. All right. So there you have it. Differences between growing and declining churches. And if you have questions about this, uh, talk to Tony Morgan. Uh, <laughs> you can send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. We'll try to post these notes. Uh, you can go to streamingchurch.tv eventually, and there's something under resources, right? And that's where the podcast is. And we're on iTunes, of course. And and uh, you go to newmediaministries.tv. Lots of places where you can find us because we're out there everywhere. So anyhow, that's it. That's what we got. So. Sounds good. Maybe we'll have a guest next week. We're supposed to have a guest this Sunday or this today. We were supposed to have a guest, but she didn't make it. So we'll talk uh, maybe to a young lady next week. So we're done. Um, If we can help you, if anything, as I just said, we would certainly be happy to do that, not just in the technology area, but other areas as well. And the email again is support at streamingchurch.tv. So he is Steve Lacey. I am Phil Thompson. Thank you for spending some time with us today on the Church Solutions Podcast. We will catch you again next time. Take care.